Hi, this is Pastor Karin Victor. I'm the pastor of Christ Embassy Cape Town, and this is our podcast. I pray this message blesses you and your family and encourages you in your journey with God. Enjoy it. I love you. When God created Adam and Eve, he created them to be happy and healthy, to have tranquility and peace, to live in abundance with purpose. He gave Adam jobs to do, assignments. He told him what to take care of. But he never created them for what happened after the fall. So why is this so? Because God is love. He is love. It is his nature. He wouldn't prepare something bad when he has beautiful children. He only prepares good for them. So listen to this. 1 John 4 verse 8 in the Living Bible says, But if a person isn't loving and kind, it shows that he does not know God, for God is love. That means God's nature is love. And guess what? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means his love nature will never change. His love will not change. He loves you morning, noon, and night. He loves you no matter where you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done. God loves you. It's not the seesaw kind of love someone may have for you. It's a steady, solid, unchanging, uncompromising, unfailing love. It's an eternal love. It's an unmovable, unshakable love. It's a love that only wants the best for you. Look at the message version of that scripture. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love him. God is love. You heard that? Passion translation. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. Now, there is a key point here. God's love never gives up on us. Can you just get a grip, get a hold of that? Grab a hold of that with your faith, with your heart. God's love never, ever, ever gives up on you. He will not walk out on you. He will not abandon you. He'll never say, no, I wash my hands. I'm done with that one. No, that one's not for me. No, his love will never give up on you. Point number one for tonight. Have you got it? God is love. That love is unfailing, unchanging, uncompromising. His love will never give up on you. Number two, God is not willing that anyone should perish. Not the murderer, not the rapist, not the killer, Not the atheist, not the Muslim, the Hindu, the Greek, the Buddhist, the whoever. He's not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's what the Bible says. So listen to the scripture, 2 Peter 3 verse 9. He isn't really being slow about his promised return, even though it sometimes seems that way. But he is waiting for the good reason that he is not willing that any should perish. And he's giving more time for sinners to repent. So if you say, ah, people have been talking about Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, he ain't coming, nothing's happening. Guess what? It's a manifestation of his love that he hasn't shown up yet. He's giving more time for sinners to repent. Look at the AMPC. The Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness. But he is long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. 
the message says, the Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises according to some people's conception of slowness, but his long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. And then, of course, there's a gem in the Passion Translation. This means that contrary to man's perspective, the Lord is not late with his promise to return as some measure lateness, but rather his delay simply reveals his loving patience toward you because he does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believes in him should not perish. That means it becomes a law. If you believe in him, perishing is excluded from your life. Perishing finances, perishing health, perishing family, perishing relationships, it's all excluded from your life. Look at, so what do you do? You live in the love of God. Live in the love, what does that mean? I live in the consciousness of his love. I live in the awareness of his love. What is my protection? His love. What is my cover? His love. What is my hope? His love. What is my strength? His love. Look at John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, eternal life. More than life that goes on forever, the God quality of life yet today on earth for you and for me. The message says, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, so that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. Can you imagine it? Wholeness right now, today, right there where you are. How? Believe in Jesus. I'm going to tell you more about that just now. The Passion Translation says, For this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish, but experience everlasting life. Why is it important to understand that the son of God is a gift? Because you don't pay for a gift. That's the good news. A gift is something you receive for free. It's a blessing. It's a grace to you. It's not something you pay for, earn, or deserve. Look at the CEV. God loved the people of this world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who has faith in him will have eternal life and never really die. The gospel, the good news, is the power of God and to that salvation we are reading about. Romans 1.16 says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The New Living Translation says, For I'm not ashamed of the good news about Christ. It's good news, my brother. It's good news, my sister. It's good news. It is the power of God at work. Listen to that. It's the power of God at work. So if you want to see the power of God working in your community, share the good news. If you want to say the power of God work in your family, share the good news. It's the power of God at work. Saving everyone who believes. The Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Amen. 
This gospel is the power of God. This gospel is the power of God to save. It's the power for man's salvation, for woman's salvation, for the salvation of children. There's no other option, so let's not act like there is. What is the gospel? It's good news. What good news? Now, this is point number two. Listen very carefully. It is the good news of what Jesus did for each one of us when he died as our substitute in our name on the cross. It's the good news of what Jesus did for every one of us when he died as our substitute. What does it mean to be a substitute? It means you go in someone else's place. Jesus died in your place, in your name. Glory to God. He died for you in your name. So it's as though John died, Peter died, Paul died, Corin died, Gary died, Ilani died, all of us. That's it. He died in your name, in your place, in your stead. It was not a theoretical death. It was a real, horrific, physical death and a spiritual separation from the Father. And he did it in your name, in your place, as your substitute. He died in your place so that you can live in his place, in his name. You are now taking his place here because he took your place there. Glory to God. This is beautiful. It's good news for each man who has sinned. Why? There's forgiveness, eternal life, righteousness available for you. It's good news because not only can you be forgiven, but you can have peace with God. Can you imagine? Perfect peace with the Father. Perfect peace with God. What good news is this? It's good news for everyone who is sick. Jesus took upon himself sickness, disease, so that you could receive eternal life. What kind of life is that? The life that does not get sick. It's the life of God. That life destroys sickness. It does not con con uh, contact sickness, get sickness, receive sickness. No, it, it kills sickness. It destroys disease. Hallelujah. Jesus bore our sicknesses so that we should not be diseased, not be sick, so that we can live in divine health. And if you need healing, healing is available to you. Glory to God. It's good news for everyone living with guilt. You may feel guilty about an affair, guilty about a relationship, guilty about what you did at work, guilty about what you said behind someone's back. I've got good news for you. You can receive a pardon from Jesus. You can receive salvation from him and be as innocent and as blameless as someone who had never committed that offense. All it takes is for you to be born again. Glory to God. The good news for anyone condemned by the penalty of sin is he gives you freedom from condemnation forever. The good news for anyone who is poor is Jesus makes you rich. The good news for everyone who has failed is he took upon himself your failure so that you could be a tremendous success. As a Christian, your life is one of success, not because you worked so hard at succeeding, but because he made you a tremendous success. Praise the Lord. Isn't that good news? Such tremendous news, such good news coming to you because Jesus loves you, because the Father himself loves you. He loves you. He cares for you. He's crazy about you. So whatever you've done, wherever you've been, whatever you are facing, God loves you and he'll never stop loving you. There's good news for you today. Right there where you are, there's good news. Good, good news. Hallelujah. So 
I don't know your circumstances, but God does. And I know Jesus bore our failures in order for us to share in his success. If you are affected by an incurable disease, Jesus suffered death so that you, he could give us his life and you can live with that life that is eternal. So I've got hope for you today. This is the gospel many have never heard. I've told you before, when I'm talking about Jesus, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking life. I'm talking about a man who walked the streets, who loved you, who did what was required for you to have eternal life. I'm not saying join my religion. I'm saying to you receive life. That life is available even today. So if you're not born again, I want to pray with you right now to receive eternal life. Just say these words with me. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, whoever calls on your name shall be saved. I ask Jesus to come into my heart, be the Lord of my life. And from today, I'm a child of God because I believe Jesus died. God raised him from the grave and he is alive. Amen. Congratulations. If you pray that prayer, contact us, please. We're so happy to receive you into God's family. You are welcome. Being a child of God is the coolest thing that could ever happen to you. The biggest miracle. Thank you for joining us. And a special thank you to those that have been partnering with us in the work that we do. If you'd like to give now, please go to cect.co.za forward slash give. If you enjoyed this message, subscribe and share it with someone else. I'll see you next time. I love you. God bless you.